Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Hey, this is a topic that I used to hate talking about. I didn't ever want to talk about it. And that was when I found out that, thanks to my naturopath, uh, that I needed to be looking at a gluten-free way of life. And I said, a what? I'm not a glutton. What are you talking about? They're like, no, this is gluten-free, gluten-free way of life. And I remember the very first time that that was said to me, and it actually wasn't very long ago. And I thought, forget it. I am just, I don't know how I'm going to do this. You know, some of the things that I had to really look at and not put in my body, it was kind of like, really, is this, is this possible? Well, let's fast forward to where we are today, and let's talk about what it is that we've discovered that's why we've got two amazing people, amazing women joining us here today, Donna Washburn and Heather Butt, both professional home economists with honors of food science degrees and experts in the field of gluten-free recipe development and bread machine baking. I didn't even think that was possible. Now, these two met in college, and we'll hear a little bit about that. And what they decided to do is really take the world by storm and being able to take incredible message out in the world, but more importantly, to be able to create cookbooks that are so absolutely incredible with recipes that go far beyond anything we can even imagine. Today for the show, what we're talking about, and they have other other recipes, we're talking about gluten-free baking. And so as a result of that, we actually have some copies of their book to give away today. And we'll tell you about that. We actually have three copies of the fabulous cookbooks given away during the show to all of you out there. We'll give you that toll-free number in a minute. And so Let's welcome them to the show. Thank you both for joining us to the uh, to, for joining us today, Donna, Donna and Heather. Thank you, thank you, thank you for making a cookbook, a gluten free cookbook with food that is really good. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure to be there. So, you know, so many people are hearing the sort of same thing that I heard. OK, you need to be gluten free and kind of scratching their heads and saying, what? What are you ta- What? What does that mean? Uh, so how did you both get uh, connected with, you know, the gluten-free way of life here? Donna, well, you first or Heather? Doesn't matter. I'll start first and then Heather can answer next and we can go back and forth. I love it. We, a tag team. Uh, we, we've been working, I should say, together for 25 years, but yeah. we tend to answer each other's questions sometimes. <laughs> you know, read each other's minds. But good. anyway, we started out by doing recipe development for... Um, bread machine manufacturers, and also yeast companies. And they were all wheat recipes, and we still do some work with wheat recipes. But we had so many celiacs, and those intolerant to um, gluten call and write and email and say, we know the quality of your wheat recipes. There really aren't a lot of gluten-free recipes out there. Can you develop some? So we went to our publisher and the rest is history. We now are working on our sixth gluten-free cookbook. 
Wow. I mean, isn't this interesting on how and what we've discovered around gluten and foods? I mean, are are you surprised, Heather? I mean, it, was this kind of a shock to you how many uh, people out there are being told you need to have a gluten-free diet? Yes. I really am. And you know, the statistic that they're tossing around now um, is one in 133, or they're even revising it and taking it higher. And it is. It's, it's phenomenal, because when you think back to college days, um, I think I heard the word gluten-free or celiac, but you know what? That was so long ago, I can't really remember, but nobody <laughs> really. And I know we used to think, oh, yuck, look at the bread. It's awful. Oh, my gosh, I know. I know. And forget about dessert, right? Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. You couldn't make anything worthwhile or decent. Who would want to eat it if you did? Well, that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but we have come a long way, baby, haven't we? Oh phenomenal way we have well often i mean people even know that i do this and for a living and they'll we'll have dinner and i'll say oh gosh i've got all this extra baking left over we got to use it up and they they know that this we're working gluten-free and they're eating it and then at the end of course it's kind of okay what did you think and they say well for sure this isn't gluten-free it can't be well it tastes that good it looks that good and it is healthy besides what should people know about uh, about gluten-free, meaning what should they know in terms of uh, what to avoid? But more importantly, I think in this conversation is what should they know in terms of now the new options they have for baking especially? Okay. I think what they really should look at, as we do, are the nutritious flours that are out there. It used to be that people would bake gluten-free with rice and lots of starches, which, of course, have carbs and nothing else. Yeah. But now there are so many flours on the market. Teff is a really great one. We've been working a lot with it. Amaranth, sorghum, um, bean flours, quinoa. Mm-hmm. So look for nutritious flours is, uh, I would say, key number one. And, of course, well-developed recipes by God. <laughs> Wow. You know, of course, your recipes, because why wouldn't we follow recipes that, uh, you know, result in really yummy food, right? I mean, who wants to have a gluten-free recipe around something that you can't even eat? No, no one does. Um, And so these alternatives are kind of interesting. But let's talk about some of the ingredients. I mean, how is gluten-free baking different from, you know, traditional baking with flour? What are some of the things we need to know? What are some of the ingredients that go in gluten-free that are not necessarily in, you, you know, the conventional bake, let's bake the bread? Okay, one of the things that you'll see, and we always laugh, and we say that if the recipe hasn't got at least 14 ingredients, it can't be gluten-free. <laughs> what we find, okay, to get a, an excellent product is you have to use a mix, uh, not a mix, I don't want that term, different flours and starches in combination. Um, you can't just say, okay, we're going to make um, something and we're going to use all quinoa flour. That doesn't work. So it has to be a a couple of flours together along with a starch. Um, Then the other ingredient that you will find in there is something that some people don't know the word. It's called xanthan gum. I know it. It sounded scary to me. It's a it's a mouthful, uh, and it, also um, you use small quantities, but it's a very essential ingredient and can't be left out. It's actually a natural carbohydrate made by a microorganism. Okay, 
and it gives um, added volume to a to a baked good. It makes the dough stronger. It improves the texture of the baked product, and also helps prevent it from crumbling. Besides all that, you can extend the shelf life, and um, it helps if you've made a pastry and a filling. It'll help the filling um, not weep into the crust and make the crust soggy. Mm. All of the above. That's interesting, because you're right. Usually we're looking at labels. If we come across something like that, we usually say, I don't know what it is, but, you know, it can't be good for me. But the way you described it is going to be helpful for everyone. And we have three copies of the book to give away to those of you out there. Boy, let's make sure we happen now before this half hour just zips along. 1-800-930-2819 is our toll-free number, and we have three copies of the book to give away, gluten-free, yes. Uh, 1-800-930-2819. 2819. One of the things that I really struggled with, and this is part of the show today, Donna and Heather, is, you know, I come from an Italian family, right? And as you can imagine, almost every meal that you sit down and have has some form of bread. Uh, and, and it isn't just regular bread. There's a different type of bread pretty much for everything you eat. Sometimes it's seasoned with, um, uh, you know, rosemary, thyme, garlic, whatever that is. So where have we come in terms of gluten-free bread making and a gluten-free bread machine, uh, you know, in terms of what that is? We've come a long way. You know, you know that old thing, you've yeah. come a long way, baby? Yes, we uh, have. And now we have 125 gluten-free bread machine recipes in the, in the book that you're giving away. Wow. And it has everything from, um, like, a very crisp cracker to a sourdough, a ciabatta, fagotcha, um, pizzas. We even have a crusty French that, that is very, very crisp and, and crusty on the outside. We've worked long and hard to come up with a wide variety of different breads, but of 125, I'm sure you could find a couple of dozen that would go with your Italian meal. Uh, I bet I could, too. One of the things that I wanted to ask you both about is, you know, and what people should know. Many people, uh, you know, think, okay, I'm going to do this. I can throw in quinoa flour. But sometimes, you know, you have to combine different types of gluten-free flour combinations. Why is this? And let's hold that question for when we come back from break. Oh, this is so good. These recipes, we're going to find out. Do these ladies have a favorite? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Remember, for our dogs and cats to live long and happy lives, just like people, they are what they eat. Wellness carefully selects wholesome ingredients to create food you can trust to provide the foundation of your pet's well-being. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose in every recipe they make. You can trust the quality of all ingredients in wellness from their source to your pet's bowl. Visit wellnesspetfood.com to find a pet specialty retailer near you. Wellness natural food for pets. This is where true wellness begins. Unlock your divine power and become the true master of your life with visionary clairvoyant Terry O'Connor every Monday at 10 a.m. on the Dr. Pat Show. Using her extraordinary connection with spirit, Terry can energetically view your true inner blueprint and guide you to your soul's highest purpose. Explore your personal connection to your authentic self and let your spirit soar as it was truly meant to. That's the Carrie O'Connor Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern, 
on the Dr. Pat Show. Are you taking too many oral pain pills and concerned about side effects? Are you having trouble getting to sleep because of the pain? Well, I'm Lou Paradise. I had the same problems you have. Cured my pain, eliminated pain pills and their side effects by developing Topperson Pain Relief and Healing Cream. Topperson relieves pain without side effects. It doesn't burn, it doesn't smell, and it doesn't stain. But don't just take my word for it. Doctors, pharmacists, and pain specialists are using and recommending Topperson and ending the suffering for thousands of people just like you. We know you're hurt. We want to help. We're so sure Topperson will work for you, we offer a money-back guarantee. So if you want pain relief with no side effects, ask for Topperson or call 1-800-959-1007. That's 1-800-959-1007. Topperson, the last pain medicine you'll ever need, and you can sleep on that. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. I would like to help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that honor the dignity of the human spirit, value all life on earth, and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let The Dr. Pat Show be your conduit to a global community of people who could benefit most from your product and service. Join the buzz, be the buzz, and let our success be your success. For more information, call me, Dr. Pat, at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Join the Dr. Pat Show, the show that is changing the lives of thousands. everyone welcome back to the dr pat show for more information about us please check us out at drpatlive.com drpatlive.com i want to give a shout out to both valerie and benny today they have been so busy answering phones taking calls writing down information and you name it because we have been heating it up and to join us in doing that donna washburn and heather butt gluten-free baking these two ladies have taken the country by storm because the bottom line is they have found alternative nutritious flours that can make everything from breads to desserts yummy 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 thank you both for joining us here today wow this is so cool I have, a, I have a question. We talked about the flour combinations, but I also want to make sure that we, you know, we, we talk about how mixes that you buy in the store uh, really can be replaced by what we're talking about today. And I also don't want to forget talking about gluten-free bread, bread machines and if they're different and how to choose them. Let's start out with the question and follow up about the different flour combinations first, and then I think it would be great to talk about the, you know, the bread machines. Uh, Donna, do you want to start? Sure. I'll start with the flour combinations. Now, what Heather and I do is we think about what textures and flavors we want from a specific product, and then we'll pick flours that will um, complement that. If we want, if we have something with a strong flour, then when we're developing recipes, we'll put in some quinoa or some chaff or bean flours. Um, we pick the nutritious ones rather than sticking with rice and starch because we know that we need to increase our calcium and iron and protein and fiber in particular rather than just our carbs. And so every recipe you'll find in our books will have a different combination of flours. 
So you have to keep, oh, half dozen or so different flowers um, in your cupboard or in the freezer if you're keeping them for any length of time. But that's an awful lot less expensive and less work than trying to keep um, a pile of mixes of which you're not getting much nutrient value from. Mm. So... uh so you spell this out for us in in the cookbook, and that's Definitely. really. I think that's really been part of the problem all along. That's why I said to you all during the break, boy, what a gift you both are, because you're demystifying this so that people can see that they can make really yummy things with gluten free yeah. approach, as they did with a non gluten free approach, right? Yes, we picked the flowers and the amounts of the flowers and. Um, test and test and develop and develop until we're really, really happy with it. Now, occasionally someone might be intolerant to soy. Well, yeah. they'll email us and say, what can I substitute instead? Well, if we've already tried it or if someone has tried it and emailed us and let us know, we pass that on. If not, we'll give them suggestions and say, get back to us and let us know if you have a further problem or how it worked out for you. Okay. So we try and help people that way, too. I love it. I want to make sure all of you all have the website uh, that you could go to, bestbreadrecipes.com. I, am I giving everybody the right right website? That's correct. All right, bestbreadrecipes.com. I want to talk about the bread machine because I had the experience of uh, being around, you know, my, you know, my lifelong friend's uh, dad who used to love the bread machine and the bread. And honestly, again, just like the brownies, once you make the bread, it doesn't last very long. But up until now, we haven't heard a lot about uh, gluten-free bread and bread machines. Can you enlighten us on what we should be on the lookout for, and can we use a traditional bread machine? Actually, you are buying a traditional bread machine, but what you have to watch for uh-huh. is, before you purchase it, read the container, find out what cycles that bread machine has. Um, our number one preferred one would be, be sure it has a dough and bake cycle. That's one way. Another one would be something with a programmable cycle, or now there are machines on the market that have a dedicated gluten-free cycle. And the more critical piece, okay, you have to have the cycles, but in addition, you have to be sure that the recipes uh, and the machine is designed for either a one and a half pound or a two pound loaf. There's these monsters out there now that make three pound loaves. We do not develop recipes for those. They're just too big for us to get an excellent loaf. I think that's so important to know. So we just have to be really more mindful of this. What other kinds of things can we do with the bread machine? Well, it's unlimited. We talked, remember you mentioned about all the different types of uh, breads that you like, the focaccia, the pizza. Yes. Don't forget the Danish, the hearth breads, the sticky buns. I actually did forget that. Wow. (laughs) I did forget it because, you know, when when I went to a gluten-free menu, I basically wrote those things off because they were near impossible. To have no. so what you're saying is now this is a way for for them not to really go away and so you provide those recipes as well we do <laughs> wow what's your favorite can I ask you each of oh. you to tell us you know do you have a favorite or a top two uh, I think I think my favorite is one that we call historic greens and it's a combination of sorghum and amaranth and quinoa but it also has the crunch of flaxseed and millet in it 
Mm. So it has a nice warm color to it, a fine texture, and it's very, very healthy. And it's got three grams of, of fiber for um, for every slice if you cut your loaf into 15 slices. So it's nutritious. It's got crunch. It has nice flavor. You don't need butter or jam or even peanut butter on it. Mm. Wow. And, you know, what have you discovered along the way for each of you? And this is really kind of a question. I always love to hear about the journey. You know, we, we're, you know, I'm talking with you now, Donna and Heather, about, you know, what the success is. But certainly you've learned some things along the way of what not to do. Can you get, and, you know, and the average person would not know that. You know what I'm saying? Like me. So the question then becomes, are there sort of the, you know, just be mindful, the kinds of things, what not to do. What, just like you talked about the bread machine i would have never known that i would have never known to look for a bread machine like that so what are some of the things that you've discovered along the the way uh and i'm sure you've done some of these that you can share with our listeners the kind of you know this is the thing you just don't want to do don't take the shortcut um measuring i mean this sounds boring but it's so (laughs) critical it's just you know, and I, I get to be the lucky one every time if we're speaking to talk about measuring. And I say, no, I can't make it really, really exciting. But it's critical because once you put something in a mixing bowl or you put it in a bread machine baking pan, um, like that's the final. You can't change it. It's there. And uh, so it's really, really critical to measure accurately. Take the time and do it because that's really what baking means is accuracy. Cooking is, ooh, I feel like more rosemary or I feel like more garlic okay but not baking baking's accuracy and not leaving out any ingredients not making major substitutions um, when people email us as Donna said we can usually right off the top say oh forgot the yeast <laughs> okay <laughs> well we too have been there and done that it happens <laughs> so we try to give people tips in other words line up all the ingredients when you measure them, move them from your left to your right, or take the top off and put the top back on. And then when you look at it and you say, did I really put in the salt? You can say, yeah, I remember doing that. It, it's a visual picture in your mind as you do it. Um, there's one that we will remember. We, we played with potato starch and potato flour and found out they're not the same thing. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That was really fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, there, there, I think we could write books on some of these things. Too, uh, we really could. So, um, those two come to mind right off the top. You Nothing know, comes to mind. It's kind of a fun thing. But if you ever spill xanthan gum, oh. um, don't try and wipe it up with water because it just gets as sticky as can be and gummy. Um, if you ever do spill it, wipe it up really well with a dry cloth first or, or sweep it up and then clean up after that. I learned that, ex- I learned that the hard way. <laughs> I, I, should, I learned that the hard way. I cannot even describe the mess on the counter. I mean, honestly, I thought I was in arts and crafts class when somebody actually spilled the entire Elmer's glue all over the yeah. place. Yeah. And yeah. and you know what? I was not bright enough because I'm not a baker. This is real. I can cook, boy. I can tell you I can cook. But when it comes to baking, it really is, you know, I'm challenged. Mm-hmm. And do you think that after I put a little water on it that I would learn the lesson and say, oh, no, don't put any more water on it? 
dear. You know, so it's kind of. Have we all done it? Okay. Sure, we have. Did you Did you vote that to go down that path as well? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Oh, okay. All right. I, I, I don't feel so bad. And one thing, Doctor Pat, with every single recipe, we put in tips. And if our tip says that we recommend such and such or we don't recommend such and such, it means we we actually tried it and it it just doesn't work or it works beautifully. So that's what the tips are there for. They're realistic things. Don't do this. Only we said it in a more gentle, positive way. I love it. Thank you both for joining us here today. Let's give out the website again and let folks know how they can get copies of your book. And they could have our email as well. Perfect. Let's do it. Donna, you want to give out your website and email? Okay. It's the word bestbreadrecipes.com. And our email is the word bread at ripnet, R-I-P-N-E-T.com. Thank you both for joining us. How fun. I cannot wait to try some of these recipes. I am salivating already. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us here today. If you want more of the Dr. Pat Show, just go to bbsradio.com tonight at 6 o'clock, and then we're kicking that hour up. We'll see you next time.